Welcome. You are listening to the Better Together podcast with Callie and Rosario Picardo. We take on topics involving marriage, ministry, parenting, communication, relationships, and other subjects that our listeners want to hear more about. Welcome to another edition of the Better Together podcast. I am your co-host, Rosario Picardo. And I'm your other co-host, Callie Picardo. And we have Tiffany Taylor back with us. She is the Director of Family Ministries at Mosaic Church. So we get to serve God together there. And Tiffany has been such a gift to us because we've got kids in the kids ministry there. And she works with the kids and youth, but she also helps us parents figure out how to disciple our kids and help them fall in love with Jesus. And so Tiffany is talked with us recently about how to help kids do that in the Thanksgiving season. And we have her back on to talk with us about how to do that in the Advent and Christmas season. Tiffany, welcome back to the Better Together podcast. Hey, thanks for having me again. Um, good to be back. And these are just ideas. Um, and <laughs> some things I have tried in the past and some things um, I have not yet. And so hopefully all of you will have a um, good time trying something new potentially this Christmas season. And Tiffany, now you work with all different ages at Mosaic, but tell the listeners, you've got kids of your own. How old, how old are your kids? I do. I do. Um, I have three boys and um, my first set are set our twins um and they are in seventh grade they're 12 almost 13 next month and um i have a kindergartner who is five and so um it's it's interesting being on both sides of those because um we'll talk a little bit about it later but um we'll talk about traditions and how some of the the two older ones even though it may seem a little we started them when they were younger and a little childish um it has, it's now an expectation for that to happen. And then them watching their brother walk through it as well. And then them enjoying it has, it's been, it's been like a fun dynamic. So um, what are are some of your favorite family traditions that you all do in the Advent and Christmas season? um, So usually like life doesn't tend to slow until we get closer to Christmas. And so I always try my very hardest with an Advent calendar. (laughs) Um, it is one of my favorites and, um, some weeks are better than others, but we always have it up. And, um, the goal is to always get those, you know, to, to go through that, to walk that together. Um, but we have, I don't know, like we always read the Christmas story, um, from Luke on Christmas day, like before presents are open or anything. And so whether we're like at our house or someone else's, um, usually if we're at home, then everyone kind of gathers on our bed. If not, we'll go downstairs and everyone goes in, in the living room. Um, uh, and it's just cool because like the kids just know, like they don't go straight for the tree. Um, they know that we're going to read the Christmas story first. And so that one, and everyone gets, you know, still in pajamas and snuggled up. And so I think that one is probably, probably my favorite. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it get it's good. It's a good place for people just to kind of like slow down, um, before all the getting. (laughs) So, um, 
and I talked just a little bit about, I know we talked about this for the, and during the Thanksgiving episode, um, but being realistic about our time, because um, whether we're staying at home or traveling or if we're having family in or if you're having kids coming to you or you're going to kids, um, just kind of thinking through the time that you have um, and the time that you will have with them to incorporate some of these things and, and then looking for those moments where you can do that. And so um, we talked about like the 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 main times you have a, a longer period of time with your kids, you know, bedtime, dinner time, drive time. Um, those ones are, are big because you have a captive audience usually um, or fairly captive <laughs> audience uh, during those times. But then hopefully um, you'll get some days off um, off of your regular routine and off of your regular schedule. So you can have maybe a few more uh, minutes and hours hours with those that you love to, to incorporate these things. And then being specific, um, whether you're starting something like a new tradition or large or small, um, you know, those are, those are always just, uh, those are good, but kind of naming those things and talking to the people that they involve um, so that you're all on the same page and, and putting a, a time frame or a date on the calendar is, is always very, very helpful when you're doing any of these things. And Tiffany, I've noticed that since our kids are younger, sometimes it's helpful to me if I want to try something new or something that might need some extra help. Sometimes I'll try to figure out some other adults that maybe love our kids and don't have kids around who might want to join us as a part of that. Um, twofold because A, my kids love them and it's good time together and then they get some kids in their life. And then B, I have extra hands to help with <laughs> some of the harder or I'll invite another family that might want to do it with us like Christmas cookies. Hey, neighbors, would you all want to come over with your kids and we can all make Christmas cookies? Together. Exactly. Yes. Um, and that that's awesome because you want your kids to have um, a community. You know, it takes more than just um, a set of, of parents. And so you, it's awesome to look, you know, beyond that. And so um, all of these things you can absolutely incorporate like awesome friends and families and, and neighbors and things like that. So um find some kids you love if they aren't even in your house. And even if you have some in your house, find some other ones and do some stuff together. Um, it, it's, it's kind of giving everyone, and then your kids get to see too that, you know, um, Chris is, Christmas is beyond the getting and it incorporates like multiple people. And if it's centered, something centered around Christ, it just, it just helps them um, think that the whole world is thinking this way. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and make it more normal. Like, Hey, this is what we do because this is, um, this is the reason for, for Christmas. And so, um, we did, we talked about the advent calendar. I love those. And so, um, your local churches, your church may have one. Um, so find one of those, but there are also tons of them online. And so, um, and, and there are some that are, you know, geared towards adults, but then there's some that are geared towards families too. And some make it a little bit, um, add a little extra fun and may have a little activity added with whatever passage you're reading or whatever, whatever verse you're reading that day. Um, we have some really awesome ones. So uh, very, very good for kids and keep them engaged. You know what I mean? Because um, you don't want the, the only thing that is centered around Jesus to be kind of a downer, you know, because Jesus is a fun guy. So um, we want them to definitely see that. Um, and then a plug, like, Churches everywhere are having services or 
Christmas performances. And so if your church isn't, there are other churches that are. And so doing that as a family, um, that is, you know, I don't know how often, I guess it's not too often that families kind of are able just to sit together. Um, but taking that time all together, whether it's Christmas Eve or if it's something else going on, um, those, those are just really good times too. Um, and then in the smaller things, I don't know. I always, as soon as Christmas, I'm sorry, Thanksgiving comes, like I am one of the Christmas music listeners, like Christmas music till Christmas time um, all through the season. So um, obviously there's a ton of music for Christmas, but, you know, making sure that there's some like Jesus centered stuff in there. Um, I'm not going to tell you what's right or what's wrong, but at the same time, just it's those messages just those kids, like your kids hear them. Um, and it, it does kind of, it's a sub- subliminal way to help with the mindset <laughs> of Christmas. Um, talked about maybe having some more downtime uh, together as a family and being inside and being cold. Um, some I know some families like will try their hand at family devos. And sometimes it's like a regular thing that happens during the week. Um, but Christmas time or those few weeks around Christmas, are, that's a really good time just to kind of like snuggle in and like get on someone's bed or, or get on the, the couch and, and just kind of do a family devotional or, or you know, read a, a Christ-centered book around um, Jesus' birth. And so that's, I don't know, something that can be, again, just one more small thing, but something that's that's kind of cool to do. Now, have you guys ever heard of like Sometimes they're called like white stockings or a special stocking. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that. No, not. And so um, this one's kind of cool. I know if you guys put Christmas stockings um, somewhere in your home, they uh, suggest to have one stocking that looks different from the rest. And if it's a white stocking, it's usually very different. It looks very different (laughs) and it stands out. Um, And so... Uh, you have this one white stocking or a a different stocking from the rest. And then when all throughout the month, um, when, or however long they're up, um, you have some paper near it and then a pen. And so if something happens that someone is um, like something that someone else does in the house, that's kind. So you can like something that someone else appreciates in the house. Like, Hey, my sister shared her doll you know, um, with me or, um, something that they're just really thankful for. So if it kind of like springs from kind of like you go from a blessing tree or a thankfulness tree to a, um, like the stocking situation, you can write that down. And then at the, I don't know, like on Christmas Eve or on Christmas day, you just kind of empty out that stocking and you just kind of read all of them together. And so sometimes they're fun and sometimes they're, um, you know, sometimes they're serious, but you know, usually it's about other people in the house. And a lot of time conflict comes from other people in the house (laughs) and especially sometimes during tense times. And so whether you're doing it with your kids or you're like, oh, hey, family's going to be around and, you know, you want to write something in there about about them and put it in there and you guys can just all read them together. Um, It's just kind of of appreciating the family that God puts you in. (laughs) And and they are a gift. They're a gift. We're a gift to each other, hopefully. Sometimes we're acting like gifts to one another. Um, and just like, you know, you could just kind of read through those and and just be thankful for, for the people that are around you. Um, another one is this one is if you are 
killing it with organization and you have time, <laughs> but it's a, it's called like the 12 days of Christmas. And so obviously I've all heard the song, um, but it's having 12 small gifts for um, 12 different people and you're just leaving it on their doorstep. And so um, whether those are like something you've made, uh, you know, something you've baked together, um, whether it could be a card, they can be very simple. Or if you know that someone um, really enjoys um, scented candles or, or, you know, lotions or whatever, you know, something small, just like kind of just dropping it on, on their doorstep. Um, something kind of just like personal for them, just kind of letting those people know that you love them. And so again, it's kind of like, um, refocuses the getting and, um, puts more emphasis on the giving and then just, you know, being thankful for all these cool people that the Lord's put in your life. Let's see here. We talked about volunteering as well. Um, and so that can just kind of continue. And we talked about that like at Thanksgiving. Um, but there are all different ways you can do that. Um, if there is snow on the ground, you can give your hand at shoveling. <laughs> um, there are, are just lots of things that you can you can do for others. Um, even appreciating those who are working oh so very hard and and delivering all of the packages and things like that. Um, I've seen where people have put like a little basket of something. Uh, it could be whatever's, um, but just for anyone who comes to their door and delivers something, you know, they can they can take one and um, just know that they're appreciated um, as they work tirelessly um, in these very cold conditions in many places and parts of the country, or just tirelessly, even if it's warm, even if you're in Florida, like you, they are putting in some hours. So just, you know, thinking, thinking them, um, this is fun. And this is something that we did before when my oldest were younger is that we just threw this birthday party for Jesus. Um, and, you know, like we made a cake and you can obviously do cupcakes um and we put up a happy birthday banner and you know we just did all kinds of things just to like uh remind our kids that it, it was jesus's birthday and so you can make that as like big or as small as you want if you want to invite a family another like a another friend or, or whoever to join in with this like birthday party um those can again make that as large or small as you want but totally fun <laughs> and the kids they definitely remember that <laughs> I make uh, me think of uh the we we have a lot of Jesus versus Santa conversations in our uh, household yeah. and I know there are some people that like just they just say we're not even doing Santa because we want to stay focused on Jesus there are others that are like all about Santa and it's like oh is Jesus in there and we're trying to do sort of a hybrid but we have a <laughs> Because um, often they see Santa at Christmas, yeah. but they don't see Jesus at Christmas other than a pretend baby in a manger. Um, right. That has been hard. Our, I'll just share our, how we've approached it, but I want to hear your thoughts too. Because um, we have had like the meltdown tears and like the concern of flag outs. Yes. And, 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 and also some of those real conversations of, but Jesus isn't real because I can't see him. I can see Santa and therefore Santa must be real. And so we remind, oh, Jesus is in heaven right now. He's in our heart. He was real on earth. You know, oh my goodness. I feel like I'm trying to teach theology to uh, young kids and that's hard. But the other thing we've done is we've said, you know, 
Jesus made Santa because God did make St. Nicholas and Santa was inspired to be generous because God is so generous. And so we've kind of gone that approach of we can't diss Santa because there will be tears and a meltdown over that, but we've got to kind of put Santa in his place. And so any thoughts there? Yeah, no, actually, and it's funny because um, a, a while ago I was looking and I it was just Googling and it I came across something. It was like 12 reasons, um, like 12 ways to incorporate like Jesus into Santa. Um, and so I don't remember all 12, but it was, there were a number of things like, um, yeah, Jesus uh, made Santa um, cause he, he's a person and, and, and basing it off of like, um, uh, Santa is based off of a, a very giving man. Um, and so there's like some of these like values, these kind of good values that you can pull, um, out from Santa or the idea of Santa and like, um, place the focus on Jesus. And so, um, that's always, uh, probably the best way to incorporate the two is that there's not a conversation about Santa alone. Um, Santa and Jesus are always together in conversations when you can, when it's, it's possible. Um, Just kind of like, so Santa is always like looking towards Jesus. Um, So, yeah, I know we have, we have those conversations about um, Santa that come up in the classrooms. And so, (laughs) the approach that we've always taken and we just put the onus back on the parents. We're like, Hey, you know what? They'll ask me, they'll try to corner me. These little kids, this is what they do. And so they'll ask me like, Miss Tiffany, is Santa real? And I always say, go ask your parents. Um, I'm like, but what we're doing right now is we're talking about Jesus. <laughs> so um, it's a little bit easier for me to get out of those conversations. Cause I give all of um, all of that responsibility to the parents. But yeah, I would just say like when you can point, um, you know, Santa to Jesus or Jesus is point, or sorry, Santa is pointing to Jesus is um, definitely the best way to do it. And then there's obviously like all kinds of all the symbols within Christmas, like the candy cane, you know, making it like upside down for the J and then like the red and white with the stripes of like Jesus, like his purity and his blood and stuff like that. So um, there's all different kinds of like Christmas symbols that we can use to point towards Jesus. Um, Yeah. And that was, that's probably, (laughs) it's a fine line, um, but probably the best way to go. What about about gifts? Um, I know that's always a struggle for us with just keeping that, you know, carrying the grateful mindset from Thanksgiving into Christmas. And we try to, you know, do gifts for our kids, but keep it balanced. But then everyone else loves giving our kids gifts too. And so they just ended up with a lot of gifts, more, more things than they need. And so in that, just trying to teach them gratitude, but also, um, I don't want to raise entitled kids. Like I want them to realize that each one truly is like a gift and I don't want them to have a ton of stuff, but I am losing that battle. Yeah, no, that's, that's always 
like that's always difficult. And I know like when it comes at them all at once, it's just like just endorphin city for the kids where they're just like all these, um, just, just the whole like time full of excitement. Um, and so, I don't know, I, we haven't done this, but I think, you know, as kids get older, you know, they're, they're honestly things get more expensive. And so you get fewer of them. And so there's um, the idea of limiting it to three um, because Jesus got three gifts and then they get three gifts. And so um, I, I know that a couple of parents have kind of taken that approach. Um, and then again, like once your kids get older, then, you know, incorporating experiences in there so that there's experiences as well as gifts. Um, and then also, I mean, kind of trying to balance it out, you know, like, okay, so this person and this person are going to get them gifts, like those grandparents and um, those kinds of things. And so we're like, oh, maybe we can do two less or so. So, um, you know, just kind of try to, to walk that, like that, the, that balance. Um, but I think it is, I know we kind of talked about it, like with Thanksgiving, um, since a lot of people want to, a lot of kids want to rush through because they know once Thanksgiving comes, Christmas is coming. Um, just like instilling that, like those thoughts, whether it's like the, the thankful tree or, you know, the stocking of just like remembering to be grateful for the small things that come like, you know, day by day. Um, then once Christmas comes, that's like a huge thing, you know? (laughs) So, um, you know, and so hopefully they'll just start to, it takes obviously longer than um, a week or a month, um, but just kind of instilling that like uh, heart of gratitude um, throughout, it can it can be helpful. And then, you know, even into the new year, you know, because a lot of times, you know, our schedules are very disrupted, even that that week after Christmas. And so um, just trying your your best to, to continue doing those things um, or having those conversations or, um, you know, drive time still maybe more of a thing if you're kind of still like going back to work in between there making sure you ask that question um you know all through throughout that time and, and even into the new year just so that um they'll just see all of the be able to see all the big blessings and little blessings and realize that christmas is a, a huge blessing in terms of like the gifts and the family that they're around and i know we talked with our Thanksgiving episode about just having some of those preemptive conversations. So with Christmas, we have a lot of the preemptive conversations of, Hey, these, you are going to get some gifts and you've got to remember to say, thank you. Like that is very important. And we got to be grateful because someone took the time to buy you that gift. They spent money, they've wrapped it. And so whether it's what you wanted or not, you know, we start with saying thank you because there are a lot of, uh, you know, kind of trying to explain that there are a lot of kids that might not get gifts otherwise. So just trying to have some of those preemptive conversations just so that we don't get into the situation of the gifts being open and like, I don't want this. I don't like this. Or why does she get so-and-so? Or why did he get such and such? Like, I want it what they have. It's like, oh, yeah. Lord, help me, please. <laughs> Yeah. And I do, we make our kids like say, go to the person and say, thank you. Like in between, like before they can go to the next one. <laughs> so it is very forced. And then sometimes they're like legitimately excited, but it, it yeah, you try. <laughs> I can't remember where we were at, but Lily was opening. She, her gift, uh, love languages, gifts, whether it's giving and receiving. And so mm-hmm. She opened one after another. She's like, another, another, like kept saying another, like didn't even take time to look at what she got. 
and wanted to immediately unwrap the other thing. Like it was, it was frightening. Yeah. I've heard of parents like slowing their kids down and giving them like two at a time or something and like putting some time in between them so that they can actually play with them. I don't, I've never tried it. I don't know how well that works, but um, it would slow them down. I think they would still have that level of expectation would be super high (laughs) um, for a longer period of time, but you know, we try. And we've had our kids sometimes uh, get to help deliver gifts. So we'll give them a gift from under the tree. This is for, go take this to so-and-so make sure and help, mm-hmm. let them help play a uh, little helper with all of that. And so Tiffany, these have been such good ideas. I feel like there are probably a million more things we could be doing, but this has been so helpful to get us kind of starting to think about Advent and Christmas and how we can really keep people focused on Christ during this season. Thank you. Thank you. And good luck to all of you parents, grandparents, neighbors out there who are going to keep Jesus in the center of these holidays. I'll share just one final thought because I've had some an angel or two in my life do this for me. And I know you have Tiffany too, but if you have free time in the holidays and are, you know, at a stage in life where you don't have little ones, but you want to bless a young family, We've had some dear friends wrap presents for us, like call us up and offer to wrap all of our gifts for us. And I think I about cried. Um, We've also had some friends that don't have kids who wanted to do some of those fun things that are fun with kids, offer to take our kids driving around looking at Christmas lights and like Mm -hmm. that type thing. And so um, be mindful if you're like, oh, I wish I had kids in my life to do some of these fun things. There are a lot of parents out there that could probably use a, just a, a little hour to themselves in this season. So if, mm-hmm. if you're looking for some fun ideas out there, those are just a couple that you might think about if you want to bless someone that does have young kids in their life. Amen to that. <laughs> well, friends, share this podcast with somebody you know. We know it'll be a blessing. And until next time, remember, we are better together. God bless.